Hello everybody, it's me again. My name is Outspiration Aduku and I'm trying to introduce to us part of what we're going to be looking at in our next series of podcasts about marriage trouble, which I believe the whole world really needs to know. Now as an introduction, biblical records have it that language and ethnicity originated soon after the flood of Noah in a place called Shinar. The whole earth at the time was of one language and of one speech. But as human civilization began to develop and conquer the earth, they saw a need to peep into what was happening in heaven. And in what I consider to be the earliest record of man's exploratory activities to conquer the solar system, we came up with this plan to build a city and a tower whose top would reach unto heaven. The aim of this was also to create an object of unity among men so that man is not scattered abroad upon the face of the earth. You know, so men at the time got to work and started building up to heaven. And when God looked and saw the level of progress, take note, progress being made as a result of the unity of purpose and language shared by mankind, it dawned on him that nothing which mankind imagined to do would be denied him. It dawned on him that there was need for him to do something and he needed to do it really quick. Checkmate this, God came up with his own plan, came down and confused the existing single language of man at the time, immediately making it difficult and cumbersome, if you may say, for man to communicate with man. This brought the the super ambitious project of mankind to a natural conclusion. Genesis 11.9 says, Therefore is the name of it called Babel, because the Lord there confounded the language of all the earth, and from thence did the Lord scatter them abroad upon the face of all the earth. If we look at this information in the light of marriage, one begins to see some of the reasons behind the challenges faced in some households today. The natural harmony and unity of purpose, which is commonly shared by people who speak the same language and originate from the same ethnic group is a major catalyst to the chemistry that comes naturally with marriage. But undue suspicion, confusion, and miscommunication, which could be a major bane in marriage, is significantly amplified where the couple are of different ethnic groups and speak different languages. The he said, she said thing becomes even more believable. Now, for all its inadequacies, we do not intend to discourage or encourage endogamy or exogamy in any way. If anything, we want to encourage people across social systems, across traditions, across cultures and languages to, to, to merge, to cause some kind of social cohesion. We only seek to shed some light of knowledge into the very dynamic and unusually misunderstood concept called marriage. In parts of Pakistan, for example, they have a marital exchange system they call Shigar or the water sata. The custom is a form of endogamy which allows the duo of a brother and sister from one family to marry another brother and sister duo from another family. The system believes technically that individuals are better protected under this system. Domestic violence may be low statistically, 
but reciprocal domestic violence could also be extreme. So anyone going into such a marriage already has some level of expectations, rights, duties, responsibilities. I mean, they know upfront what they're getting into. There is an African saying that you do not test the depth of the waters by jumping in with both feet. What we want to do is to probe beneath the waters to give us an idea of what lies beneath. Let's not jump in to get married without knowing what we're going into. Stay tuned and hang in there for the next podcast. It will amaze you. Thank you. Have a great evening. Hello everyone, this is Outspiration Aduku once again. And this time around, we want to look at the role of marriage in God's purposes for mankind. Now, we already know that the role of marriage cannot be overemphasized. It is completely intrinsic to the agenda of God for mankind. That out of the thousands of chapters in the Bible, he decided to start talking about it in the very first chapter of the very first book, the book of the beginnings. Every single human being out there want to get married sometimes it is probably humanly impossible not to think about it or even to talk about it marriage is what makes the young man get out of bed every day the young woman get out of bed every day and put themselves together you know to try and present a good picture to the whole world to see for both sexes the reasons for living and that and that thing that you know puts an extra spring on their toes cannot be unconnected to the desire for the opposite sex. Now, when marriage happens, it helps you to determine your eternal outcome. The two people meet and decide they want to help each other better their outcomes. And at the same time, you also want to have a better outcome of your own life. We all came into this world as individuals and we will live individually. It doesn't matter how many days or years we spend on earth, our life is a shadow and the real substance of life is in our eternity. Now, are you ever planning to get married in your lifetime? Do you know anyone planning to get married? Are you a pastor or leader responsible for joining couples in marriage? Are you a marriage counselor? Are you a marriage committee member or in your local church assembly? Or maybe you're just looking for a gift, something to to give a friend to help them experience their marriage and love it even better than it currently is. Well, the information we're going to share on this podcast can easily transform you and your loved ones. One of the most important things that any human being will ever engage in during their lifetime on earth is marriage. Sadly today, as crucial as it is to the outcome of our lives has become one of the most misunderstood, misused, unpleasant, abused, and even confusing concepts in the entire history of mankind. This has been made much more complex considering the rising number of people who are failing at it. Pastors, church followers, believers, unbelievers, blacks, whites, Friends, enemies, neighbors, everybody you know seem to be feeling at marriage all over. Everywhere you turn, people are falling out and falling down. 
is so bad that even those that are suffering are suffering in silence. They don't want people to know that the same people they said I do to a few weeks ago, a few months ago, a few years ago, is the same person they so much resent now. Single people out there are beginning to fear and wonder if there's any gain in getting married in the first place because it's now more of something to endure instead of something to enjoy. This mindset has in no small way fueled a rapid decline in the moral standards of our society today, even among believers. In recent times, we see all kinds of demonic activity taking place in homes, in lives, and in marriages. You hear wives stabbing their husbands in their sleep or poisoning them. Husbands beating their wives to death or to a pulp. A woman disappearing from her matrimonial home with the children while her husband is away at work. Or a husband eloping with a girlfriend, shifting his love away from his family, his wife and his children. In the UK, the Guardian News and Media reported on the 16th of August 2019 the case of a woman who drowned his twin, her twin babies in a bathtub out of anger at her estranged husband as punishment for him and further attempted suicide herself. Another lady was recorded to have killed two of her children and her husband and went ahead and took her own life right here in Nigeria. There is no secret formula or magic wand out there that you can apply to guarantee a successful marriage. You can attend a million pre-marital counseling sessions, study all the marriage masterclasses you can lay your hands on anywhere and everywhere, only to discover the class had little value beyond the walls of the classroom itself. Have you ever participated in a week-long leadership, PMP, Microsoft Excel or accounting masterclass, only for you to get home and realize that you didn't learn anything new? I have attended quite a few. A wise man once said that in life, sometimes it is better to learn from examples than to listen to advice. The fact remains though that there is a need to take a deeper look at marriage from a different perspective. Divorce can be a very painful experience if you ask those who have been through one. Not just for the couple, but for the children of the marriage who will spend the rest of their lives racking their brains and asking themselves multiple questions that have no evident answers. Nobody fully gets past a divorce, especially where children are involved. This is why getting married right is critical. What we want to do with this series of podcasts is to take a look at the degrading situation. Not from an entirely new approach, but from one that is less considered. Helping young people out there to practically understand what marriage is about and equipping them with tools and skills that they can prayerfully apply to boost their chances of a good marriage. We have said it over and over, has become a cliche that it is better to have a broken courtship than a broken marriage. Only someone that has been through one can adequately understand this. And this is the entire premise upon which these episodes are based. You can terminate a courtship and easily move on with your life, but you cannot terminate a marriage and expect to completely move on with your life. You will definitely carry something with you that you never had before the marriage. 
and you will most definitely leave something behind that you brought in both the good the bad and the ugly so stay tuned for the next episode we're gonna be getting down and digging deeper trust me you will love this have a good evening